Yo, yo, this is Sean Grant, and you are now tuning in to my interview with Ruby Francis. But uh, the reason I'm talking like this is basically because uh, when we did it, the mic was messing up, and for some reason, it messed up the intro. So you're going to join about a minute or two into the conversation. And basically, what we're talking about is uh, her brand new EP and talking about how all of the tracks are made across or written at least across different time periods, some as long as like four or five years ago. So, yeah, enjoy. Peace. And come down to the Stay Cool event as well, if you can. August 3rd, birthdays, London. Yeah, safe. <laughs> so how did Jip Drop come together then? Because you said that is the probably the newest one on the project. Yeah, the newest written one. Um, so I wrote it with Blue Lab Beats. And we do this thing sometimes where when there's only like half an hour left of a session, we'll just like quickly see what we can get down. Um, so I'm pretty sure that happened with Drip Drop, just like we just chucked the chords together. And I came up with the line Drip Drop and I kind of wanted to relate basically the weather to bad moods and feeling anxious or down, which sometimes I do feel and everyone feels. Mm. Yeah, and the song's kind of almost giving myself therapy to get better and get out of those moods. Mm. So yeah, it, I'm kind of talking to myself when I'm in those moods and how like, you know, if, and, and coming from the perspective of like, if it's a rainy day, there's nothing you can do to change the rain. So you might as well just like appreciate the drip drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and just like let it, let it go and just like enjoy, not like enjoy feeling really sad, but you know, try and like see the beauty in it basically. Mm. I know it's a bit cheesy, but. yeah. There's a there's a show and they like any time like it gets quoted on Twitter all the time where it's just talking about like why we feel sad and it, I think it might be The Simpsons or something or maybe it was no it was South Park and Butters or something I'll try and I'll show you afterwards but yeah no it's not it's nothing to do with the drip drop bit but it's uh it's just talking about the like how like if if we don't didn't get sad we wouldn't be able to appreciate joy yeah, as much and like the yin and yang kind of two sides right so sometimes there's a good time to be sad and you know what I mean it's not necessarily always the negative thing well the whole I feel like not without getting too deep and philosophical I feel the whole world, do it <laughs> I feel the whole world is based on like yeah like good and bad hot and cold dark and light and you can't have one without the other like how are you meant to know what like yeah what feels good if you haven't gone through pain necessarily mm. so not i know that might sound a bit weird without me proper explaining no, it I, I but yeah and and also a song to explain it you. yeah exactly <laughs> drip drop part two yeah, yeah. um yeah so that's kind of what drip drops about and yeah, and also that that whole theory of the sky is always blue ab above the clouds. It's just the clouds, like, clouds your vision or your mind sometimes, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And uh, do you have a favourite song from the project? From To Be Fair? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's hard because they're all from a different, like, different representations of you definitely. since they're written at different times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do love Heart Rate. Um, just because I love all the sort of percussion in it mm. and it's got a little bit of a like tribally feeling about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and it's just a really big track, but I don't know. I don't, I'm just saying heart rate, but I, li I like all of them. Yeah. I'm really proud of them all. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so you had, it, was, it wasn't your debut headline show, was it? 
Yeah, well, headline, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I've, I've done quite a few gigs before, but I haven't had one with, like, my name on the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so that was... Well, really the first name on the ticket, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, the first name on the yeah. ticket. And, yeah, so that was crazy. I'm just, I can't believe it's sold out. Yeah. It's like people were paying to come see me. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy, but, yeah, it was amazing. Had a wicked time. Yeah. It was really, really good. Who did you have opening for you? Opening for me, um, an amazing R&B singer called Wayi. I think I'm pronouncing her name right. Okay. Um, it's spelled W-A-Y-I, and she's from Belgium. Okay, and okay. yeah, she's got a beautiful voice. Um, yeah, she she supported. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. <laughs> uh, and do you have like, was it ever challenging because your songs are so personal about such personal things uh, that aren't always? 100% positive was it ever challenging to to sing those or understand how a crowd could appreciate you singing those songs and would be at, like in the crowd singing with you like was there ever like was it ever daunting or um were you just born for this rock star life <laughs> no I don't know not massively because I think Drip Drop's probably the most personal touchy song that I've written mm. Um, but even that, I wouldn't say necessarily delves really deep into like stuff I've been through and, you know, really emotional stuff. Mm. So I didn't necessarily find it difficult. Um, but yeah, and I think on the surface, it kind of seems like not a really deep song, like drip yeah. drops, it's quite like a positive, like, bit <laughs> of onomatopoeia. Yeah, exactly. Drip drop. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say it was necessarily difficult. And all of my songs are pretty, like, happy anyway. They're quite like, yeah, like feel good, dancey, mm. upbeat. Well, not necessarily upbeat, but mm. danceable songs. Yeah. So... Yeah, that drip drop's the only one that's slightly not like that, but I still haven't fully gotten to my emo stage yet. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're heading that way in, in general? Is it a thing like when you're songwriting now, do you feel like you're a lot more personal than years ago? Or is it kind of just like it is what it is as you're growing? Yeah, it's a bit of both. There's definitely, I mean, I definitely have some like more emotional stuff unreleased yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. um but yeah it's not really a conscious thing i guess just however i'm feeling at the time but also lyrically that doesn't all lyrics don't always come first for me mm. like production and chords and stuff and melodies lyrics always come a bit later so i kind of which some may say I'm a bad songwriter for doing this, but fit the lyrics in with the production. Mentally, yeah. yeah. I, think I think it's just one technique. Yeah, exactly. But I definitely want to learn to actually start with a concept and start with lyrics first. Sometimes yeah. sometimes I do, but usually my go-to is just like start with chords, yeah. put drums down or whatever. So, okay. yeah. So if you had to define or use one song to define uh, Ruby Francis, whether it's inside or outside of your discography, what would it be? One of my songs. Inside or outside I of your I discography? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm playing. <laughs> so yeah, like it, it can be, you can do one of both or you can just do one of your own or you can do one outside. This is really hard. Take your time. <laughs> Everyone usually does in this question. I can't, there's definitely not just one. Mm. That's fine. There's yeah. definitely, oh man. Because every song is a representation of you in yeah. some way, right? But how do you pick one? Yeah, it's really hard. And I feel like if I answer this question, it's like a life or death thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It would have to be definitely like a Pharrell produced song, mm. but I I can't think exactly which one. Okay. Uh, In that case, tell me about his influence on you because he was quite okay. influential. Right? Yeah, definitely. I almost didn't realize how influenced I was by him until I like listened to my stuff back. I'm like. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. like <laughs> not copying him. But yeah, maybe maybe I am a little uh, bit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What well, is it like great artists uh, steal and like bad artists imitate or something? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. I don't know. I'll find the quote. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll fit into the good artist one. Well, you're definitely a good artist, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just love his mind and I love, I just adore his production I love that it really breaks boundaries in terms of like not being a hundred percent like in time and mm. some in some cases not really out of tune but it's definite definitely has like a glitchy feel to it and to have that in records that have like you know that we're still listening to now and that still get played out and still a love to this day that came out 10 15 years ago yeah, yeah I think that's definitely a sign of like a great producer or artist in general mm. um and i just yeah i just find it really cool that he's written all these crazy like pop hits basically that have that proper like like saucy glitchy r&b do you know what i mean that mm. vibe to them because you don't really hear that normally in pop so very true. yeah cool and uh, you've recently started i think started putting out your own remixes yeah. So how has that been? Thanks for noticing. I feel like <laughs> I feel like no one really cares. <laughs> but uh, yeah, They're, you're wrong. Fine. It's it's very early stages. Yeah. yeah. So the Lilo Gold one I put out a couple months ago, mm. and that did have quite a good response, considering no one knows me as not many people know I produce, like, mm. let alone remix stuff. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, I think someone, it might have been Chloe Martini actually, mm. saying like, you should remix stuff, it's really fun, it's a good way to like practice yeah. production and just coming from another angle, so yeah, and then when me and Lilo Gold had a few sessions and we started messing around with it, she was like, you should remix um, Over You, her single at the time. So yeah, I just like started with that. And then I was like, oh, this was so easy and fun. I would want to do loads. Mm. And then I, it was actually me hitting up my music friends being like, can I remix your song? <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> yeah. I produce. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about producer Ruby. <laughs> exactly. And then um, Mundu came to me um, and asked me about that one. And then I've done one for, there's two that are on release, one for Latir. The singer and Jay Alexander. I don't know if you know them, but okay. wick wicked artists. I will, when you send me the, the remix. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll yeah, send yeah. them to you ASAP. Um, but yeah. So did you not do any remixes of other work at all? Like even when you were like coming up, was it like did you ever like take people's tracks and like try and like rework them or not, not really? Not really. There was actually one thing I did ages ago from <laughs> it's kind of I don't know why it's funny. Um, <laughs> this, it's always funny when people say that. <laughs> I know this um, Brazilian artist who I'm massively inspired by. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Hal Gilberto. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe he was Astrid Gilberto's husband. I, 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 I don't know why you're looking at me like I know, but I I, I recognise that both names. Yeah. So, yeah. so massively, sure, right? yeah, but probably yeah. massively inspired by like 
1960s Brazilian South American music so mm. much absolutely adore it and he has a song on one of his albums it's called Ho Balala <laughs> don't know what that means okay. but yeah and I just like chopped it and made it into this like two-steppy garagey like funky thing which is still just sitting on logic so when will we get to hear it <laughs> Maybe never. I don't know. Well, you bounce it out for me at least, so I can hear it yeah, and maybe play it out I if I like it. I, <laughs> I don't want fair enough. I want. I want. I want positive. <laughs> like yes. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. Fine. The clouds have broken apart. The sun is shining. Okay. Right, fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you fully said it again. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I I have all of those as well. Now that I've done like probably somewhere near like fifty to a hundred interviews, <laughs> I'm so used to saying like. There's a point where I was just saying wicked. After everything, uh, uh, you know when you're around your friends too much, you only realise when you're like, yeah. you, start, you start to say things like they're saying, like one of my friends would say, my man, and then it's like, yo, my man. And it's like, <laughs> wicked. I'm like, oh, wicked. Well, it's like This is why, to be fair, is called to be fair, because mm. I always say to be fair. Yeah, and Kwame, manager Kwame, we were just, when we had a meeting, he was like, why don't you just call it that? Because you literally say this all the time. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then... Yeah, that's why it's called To Be Fair. So uh, if the next EP was also going to be based on your catchphrases, what would it be called? Oh, probably... <laughs> I say also a lot. Okay. <laughs> I really don't know why. I, and I start sentences with also, yeah. as if I've continued something. <laughs> really, just like, you're like, it's not really a continue... Okay. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. And I went through a phase of saying quick quesh as well. Like, quick quesh? And then ask the question. Is that a thing people say or is that okay? Where did you get that one from? I want to learn your language. Yeah, these are just things that come out of my head. It's not like I even pick it up off anyone. So, yeah, I don't know. Quick question. Quick question, yeah. Cool. So, uh, what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about you or your music? Um, I think just people not really knowing the like the full picture of what I do mm. um, and a lot of people think I just sing which is fine but um, like I don't <laughs> no it's not they need to know how good a producer you are oh well thanks I mean if you if you want to tell so them <laughs> if you want to let them know okay. like be my guest yeah. but that's the thing I don't want to be like here's a track oh, I produced it by the way no 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 yeah, put yeah, it in yeah, your yeah. face it's kind of it's hard just... as an artist I think that works with other artists and stuff and like also produces their own stuff because like sometimes you'll be on SoundCloud and it'll be like okay uh, name of the like person X this track <laughs> produced by person X it's like why are you telling us you produced it but yeah. a lot of the time they're doing it to make a statement and say well actually you know I'm not just rapping or singing yeah. I also made the beat because I make beats yeah, yeah, yeah no, so exactly I exactly and I think singing is I, I produce as much as I sing and actually singing something that came way later mm, um, well before production but yeah. not before the keys was the first thing I learned and then I sang a little bit in school mm. but not properly I didn't really think I would ever like be a singer um, and now like production playing keys and and writing top lines and stuff all just come together mm. it's like a whole thing together I wouldn't say I do one more than the other Yeah. but yeah do you uh, play any other instruments? Like, are you trying to learn the Spanish guitar or anything for your Brazilian? <laughs> no, I probably should. Maybe like, I don't know, 
a clave, the little sticks. <laughs> no, I'm joking. A lot of people are going to Google what that is now. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a clave. Okay, oh gosh, I might have just really embarrassed myself. No. But um, my because my dad's a bass player, he's taught me some bits and bobs on the bass. Mm. So I definitely want to get into that more. Okay. Um, yeah, and I played a little bit when I was younger, but I never stuck it out long enough to actually like be a really sick bass player. Oh, so, okay. cool. yeah. 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 What do your parents think of your success? They're really, really supportive. I'm so grateful and lucky to have the parents I have because mm. they're just so supportive. And I know I've got lots of friends whose parents just don't get the music thing. It's yeah. not you don't hand your CV in and like get a job. You have to like, you know, you have to be broke and you have to completely go outside of the norms of what most people are doing. Yeah. Um, and for a parent, that can be really scary knowing your kid might not have money or might not make it. There's always that chance of like, oh, but what if? What yeah. if? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but in that respect, they're super, super supportive. So I'm really lucky. Yeah, and they love the success that I have had there. Yeah, really proud. Yeah. Do they make <laughs> yeah. it to the headline show? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they're the first ones to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought, like, all, I think their friends actually bought, like, most of the tickets. They just told, like, all friends and family. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I just said Wicked again. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Wicked EP. Yeah, I would know if I see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are your plans for the next 12 months? Whoa, that's a big question. Sorry. It's usually the one that I end on, but yeah. Okay, we can go on, we can go to something softer like no, do, do you do you want to produce for other people or is it do you feel like there's a certain synergy between your voice uh and your production that you wouldn't get elsewhere? Like does does that worry you? Is, like no, what are you doing? <laughs> no, definitely. I'd love to produce for other people. Yeah. I kind of have a little bit done that. I've got a few tracks with other people on. Do you want to quickly uh, plug him? Do I, uh, well, there's one that has a rapper on who decided that she couldn't do it anymore. So that's okay. a bit that's a bit sad. But that that's a tune, and I'm yeah, still yeah. I'm gonna I've got to get someone else in to re revocal that. Mm. Um, I can't think. I feel like me and Lilo Gold have started another track, Forget You, which is really sick. Okay. Uh, but I don't know what's happening with that. There's a lot of these things that are just yeah, like sketches at the like, moment yeah. as well. Yeah, and we haven't made proper plans. Okay. But yeah, producing for other people, 100% want to get into it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So aside from producing for other people in the future, <laughs> what else do you expect to be doing in the next 12 months? I've never had to ask that question that way. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's just because my calendar only goes up to like, well, in my my men mental my mental calendar, calendar only yeah. goes up to like next week yeah, yeah. um actually headline show has just been confirmed for the 15th of november okay, next good. headline one and i'm playing on the 4th of july i think it's at the shacklewell arms i'm not quite sure what the night is i'd okay. have to look in my calendar yeah. and find <laughs> out <laughs> yeah okay. i might have to yeah, yeah. but um i haven't like so announced it or anything yet the uh, July, 4th okay. of July. Sorry if oh, I said June. No, no, no. Because it's almost July. June. I was like, oh my God, I haven't practiced. Yeah. But yeah, um, July. So that's Independence a... Day in America. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. You have no reason easy. to care. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on that country. Oh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Any like, other yeah. plans or like uh, more? Can we expect more EPs or another project or? Yeah, well, 
definitely, uh, I'm not sure of the date, but there's definitely another single in the works. Well, I say in the works, it's fully finished. It's actually one that was written a few years ago. Mm. Um, Which isn't odd for you. Compared, like from what I've heard today yeah like my old stuff well I know but it's just I haven't really had any other opportunities until now to like release that stuff so it's just been sitting there waiting for a good time yeah and I find that interesting quickly to cut you um, uh, everyone it's funny when music comes out and people are like wow this sounds so current because I was thinking about this literally yesterday how like a lot of the songs that we hear aren't really made now yeah. a lot of the stuff that comes out will be one to five years old and we're like wow this is so 2018 yeah but it's always like a retrospective thing like yeah, it's always it's a lot true. older than we realize it's true it's like we're without knowing one step ahead without yeah like mm. with artists being one step ahead yeah i think that's quite cool mm. you're like in the future almost creating music yeah it's like a back to the future kind of inception vibe i'm with it (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. um Um, yeah i forgot what your question originally was now (laughs) what am i doing with my life in the next week (laughs) that's it i'm i'm trying to focus on sessions now and now that there's a bit of a gap between shows just finishing uh working with new people um, yeah, I'm finishing stuff that I've started, mm. half, half finished stuff, which is a lot. Okay. I've probably got a discography of like half finished songs, so yeah. I need to. The stash is get just a, Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it happens, right? But like, if, if there was an artist that you could work with, who would it be? Uh, well, apart from. Shaka. Yeah, <laughs> Chaka Khan. Um, I don't know. I love love Sid, mm. Sid the kid. Does she call herself Sid the kid anymore? Is it just Sid? Now. She's just Sid. I mm. quite like the kid, but mm. that's that's cool. We can she's call grown. her Sid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, she's grown up since <laughs> Sid the adult. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring to it. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, no, I should stick to the kid. <laughs> but um, I love that whole vibe, that whole sound, like the odd future yeah. sort of LA sound have you heard uh, patrick page 2's new album he's the bassist no, for the internet no, I okay that's a really good one no worries it's called letters of irrelevance and then they've also got their next album coming out next month called hive mind okay. i feel like Sick. yeah so there's a lot to look forward to yeah. um is there anyone else like what's the last album you heard that like stood out to you or the last song that was like whoa do you know what i which is a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. I actually am really loving Cardi B's album. Because okay. <laughs> it's it's not my usual thing that I'm into, but yeah. there's a couple of tracks where the beat's just super hard. Yeah, and I just love her tone. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. just really greasy, and I'm just like, ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does, uh, does that inspire you to want to rap or...? I even <laughs> that was a weird sound. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was no, about. That, that was well. my rap attempt. <laughs> That's the next EP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't think I've actually got one song where I'm kind of like talking. Yeah. But it always comes out a bit experimental. <laughs> <laughs> even the way that you said the word experimental, like, is it like, is it more like spoken word slash borderline rap, or is it kind of just like yeah. you can't define it as either, Sean? It's experimental. Yeah, a, a bit of everything that you just said. Okay. And I don't. When I listen back, I'm like, what am I actually talking about? And I've only played it to like a couple of friends, and I've always been like, don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> before I actually press play but um, yeah if I could rap then I would I just feel like my accent's not very cool I'm from Muswell Hill it's not a very cool area 
I don't think people care about accents anymore. It's kind of like in to be out with your accent. Because, I mean, think about Cardi. Okay, there's a lot of, like, Latina, I want to say she is. Like, what, isn't she, like... I think she's actually, like, from the Caribbean. Yeah, she's, like, black. But, but, but born in a... Okay. Grown up in a, like, a New Latino York. environment. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Because, yeah, her voice is very, like, different. Yeah. For what we're used to. But a lot of people are so into that as well, you know. It's like a, a icing on the cake. Yeah, so. definitely. I love love her tone and her accent yeah. and her delivery and stuff. Um, yeah, I'd love to be able to rap. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> where's the song that you the this sorry experimental e- experimental <laughs> song? Where, where is it? Uh, is that in the stash as well? It's yeah, it's in the secret stash. Okay, cool. Uh, and last question: Would you say that there's anywhere in the world that you feel a special connection to? Uh, I don't. I haven't actually been to like that many places mm. last year i did quite a bit of traveling mm. it's thailand iceland was pretty cool like the people there are amazing iceland all the, lands. All the thailand, lands yeah iceland, <laughs> yeah that would be yeah no just just the two but yeah that was, was quite a lot of lands to go to in one year yeah, and yeah. i'm from england so <laughs> <laughs> if that counts <laughs> england so it's like in like lands like <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> um i don't know i went to italy as well mm. i i think because i am italian my granddad's from italy and we mm. went to go and visit my cousins and stuff in in the north and the mountains and i okay. did feel like a weird connection there where, where in the north was it because i was in the mountains for christmas as well because uh, one of my friends well two of my friends live in bologna in the cabins okay. uh in a, ca- in a cabin in the mountains and it was amazing it's, yeah it's beautiful i haven't been to bologna but yeah. i think it's kind of near there mm. oh gosh Ar- armeno Ar- armeno <laughs> Isn't that Spanish? Menno. It does. Yeah. Sounds a bit Spanishy, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of near there. I'm really bad at remembering all the names, yeah, but cool. yeah, just yeah. in the general north near the border of Finland, apparently. No, okay. Finland. Yeah. Another land. Whatever's above Italy. There's a couple of countries there. Like I didn't even know like Slovenia, like is connected to Italy and all that kind of stuff. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Switzerland, not Finland. Forget I said the Finland. Yeah, Finland's a bit further up, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. You can literally drive to Switzerland from where my family live in the north. Yeah. yeah. Wicked. Um, and yeah, and any last words for your fans? Uh, <laughs> that sounds like you're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> any final words for your friends? <laughs> Um, not necessarily, just like, thank you so, so much for all your support (laughs) and believing in what I do and all the messages that I get on social media and the, yeah, there's just some people that I I can't believe are like that into my music. I'm just, I can't believe this is like happening. This is so cool. So yeah, so massive shout out and thank you to all of them. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) My pleasure.